Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. Hello, Christian. We're back together again in our series of not-so-obvious sins. Yes, we are knocking these sins off one by one, and we feel or we hope that you guys have just felt convicted and challenged and encouraged in a good way to maybe dig in a little deeper on some of these things that are maybe like just we don't even notice that we are doing, but ultimately are just pulling us away from really being like Christ in our words and actions. So today we are talking about disrespect. And I feel like saying disrespect, I'm like, well, obviously that's a sin. But I think the biggest not so obvious part of this sin is that we are very disrespectful a lot of times in ways that maybe we don't realize we're being disrespectful or more that like we don't realize how being disrespectful is impacting, I don't know, our hearts and just like adding to our sinful nature in maybe a bigger way than we think. Yeah. And even down the road after we're being like disrespectful, I feel like Samantha and I were even brainstorming of ways that we just like justify and make excuses of that. And so that's where we felt like the not so obvious part really comes into play because I think we can very easily justify why we're being disrespectful or why that person maybe deserves that or whatever, when really it's just not appropriate. Yeah. I was thinking about this topic and thinking about how with my four-year-old tomorrow, which is crazy, how we're always talking about like, you know, respect with her and if she's being disrespectful and a lot of the ways that she's disrespectful, quote unquote, I think like I am disrespectful in the same exact way. So we Mm -hmm. can kind of like put this weight on kids of like, well, I want you to be respectful or okay, (laughs) or excuse me, that was disrespectful. But then I think about it and I'm like, how many times throughout my day am I Mm -hmm. so disrespectful? If we really think through these examples we're about to share and there's no one standing over my shoulder to call it out, but I can start if you want. That would (laughs) maybe be interesting for our friendship. But yeah, I mean, sure, go for it. Will do. No, I think it's like, you know, we just, like you were saying, justify or ignore or brush off a lot of ways we're disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we wanted to be pretty vulnerable and open up ourselves in ways that we are disrespectful. And so we kind of made up a list here. I think at the top of our list, both of us had our marriages and ways that we disrespect our husbands in our words or actions. Samantha, do you want to go first? Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I just, I've been really convicted about this before we even started talking about this, I think I just am so quick to snap at Justin to let him be kind of like my punching bag for however I'm feeling. And so in a way that I would never talk to even you who like, I mean, I can get snappy and short with you too, because we spend a lot of time together. But there's just such a difference between either like, I think about as a teenage girl, like my mom, the way I would speak to her, just like have a lot of regrets. Mom, I know you listened to this. I'm sorry. But yeah, you're just usually the most real and show and expose yourself the most to people closest to you. So I think with Justin, I can tend to snap if I've had a hard day with Emerson. If I'm in a bad mood, I let him get the worst of it. Yeah, I think we were kind of talking about how as women, we blame hormones a lot, which like for me, a lot of times that is legit. Like if I'm hormonal or whatever, it's like that comes out in a lot of my behavior, but you can reel that in. I'm not going into my boss and speaking that way or like going into your office and snapping or 
doing the same things I would to Justin. And so I've been really convicted about that lately. And he calls me out on it a lot. And of course, I usually get defensive right away. And then I think about it. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't love it if he was speaking to me that way. And so why am I justifying just because Emerson was maybe being difficult today that I would like, I don't know, I can kind of like roll my eyes a lot or just like act like what he says is dumb and it's so disrespectful Mm -hmm. yeah I mean yeah I'm convicted as you say all of that even in ways that yeah maybe I don't even fully listen to my husband when he's telling a story I'm just like well this thing I'm doing is more important I tell Justin to get to the point to wrap it up (laughs) oh that's bad that's bad he he laughs though because he is really he tells stories very slowly and so sometimes yeah. I will be like, okay, Andrew just looks at me with big eyes because I'll do the same thing. And he just looks at me with big eyes and he's like, um, okay. But in those small ways that that is just not very respectful of me to be like, hey, um, I'm not going to give you my full attention when you want it. Or in, yeah, I mean, I could say ditto to all of the examples you gave, but it is so easy to be so disrespectful in the relationship that you know that I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, well, you're stuck with me. So it doesn't matter how I treat you at that point. Or yeah, I can like make that really low jab because I know you're ultimately self-conscious about that. Like things like that, that I will do maybe try to excuse them out of humor or try to excuse them out of like, yeah, I'm tired today. Or well, yeah, because, you know, grandma's like being frustrating right now and I'm going to take that out on you. But ultimately that's just not okay, that I am really disrespecting him as the head of our household, as my husband, as a fellow like follower of Christ and a believer and just a human that God created as well. And so in all of those ways, not okay that I act like that. I think another easy like relationship that it's easy to be disrespectful in is just Again, we're talking about people close to you, but even people far away from you. If that's maybe a clerk who's checking people really like slowly out at the grocery store, or maybe it's the person who like messed up something on your order and you're having to call them and figure it out and they're not being helpful. I think there's a lot of ways that we can be really disrespectful in maybe that's just the tone we're using. Maybe that's just the like posture we have when walking into it. I think in these examples, it's really a important for me and really like, I don't know, encouraging, but also convicting for me when I think about in Genesis, when it talks about that we are created in God's image, that as we're created in his image, we are image bearers of who he is. And as Christ followers, that we claim then that image to hopefully be a light in this dark world. And that's really convicting to me when I do deal with someone who could be really frustrating and I could choose to disrespect them or I could choose to love them and I could choose to have a posture of respect and, you know, like listening to what they're asking me to do or I don't know. That's like really convicting for me. Yeah, it's funny because when we talk about these examples, like when we think of disrespect, I don't know what you think of, but I think of like some kind of like unruly teenage boy that's like, like, I don't know, I just hear some older lady being like, he is so disrespectful, like maybe like storming out and slamming a door. I don't know, something so extreme. But the more we talk about these examples, I'm like, wow, I just feel like maybe this is controversial. I feel like I also say that quite a bit, but like why as like kind of younger women, I feel like we all really struggle with being really disrespectful. And what's crazy is like, I think in our culture, we do brand it more as this like manly thing to just be like, well, that man was so disrespectful. But when you really get down to the nitty gritty ladies, like 
we're kind of little brats <laughs> being disrespectful all over the place. I'm thinking about like just how irritable and impatient we can get. And whether that's with our kids in the way that we speak to other moms about our kids or whether that's with our in-laws. I know you and I were kind of thinking like, yeah, a lot of times we hear other friends or maybe, you know, whatever circumstance, like just really speaking so unkindly and like whether it's justified mm-hmm. or not. I mean, whether it like is true or not true true. or not i'm not saying it's justified it's like no we were just reading in matthew where it talks about our the second greatest commandment above loving god is to love your neighbor as yourself and we are taught that golden rule like from childhood but why don't we actually like take scripture's truth and then turn that into practice and say like no god is commanding me to love my neighbor as myself and that means everyone that means like you were saying the checkout lady at Hy-Vee and that means the really annoying person that you work with that you like wish you never had to speak to. But I don't know. What are some other examples that you see? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think even going to that, like looking at scripture of what we are called to respect and who we are called to respect, I think is just convicting in the ways that we think about our relationships. And so even just a few references that we even looked at were, you know, in Leviticus, the classic respect your mother and father, the Ephesians 6, 5, it's talking about obeying earthly masters with respect and sincerity in our heart, just as we would Christ, that God has put those people in leadership. And, you know, if we think those are good decisions or bad decisions, ultimately trusting God with that he has put that person in leadership and we are obeying what they're asking us. Leviticus 19.32, that it talks about elders having wisdom that we do not have. And so I think that's a really important one that, I mean, how many times have you looked back and you're like, oh, shoot, I'm doing the exact same thing that I said I would never do in parenting or in marriage or just as a friend. I say that often. I will call my mom and I'm like laughing that I'm like, I am doing that thing that I said I would never do, but now I understand. And so that looks like, you know, respecting. And then like in First Peter, it's talking about respecting our husbands as we are wives. And so I just think all of those things are just so convicting in the way that obviously God elevates respect to you know, a thing and a quality and a characteristic that he wants his followers to possess because that's ultimately how we love people best. And that in itself is just really convicting to me. Yeah. I think about all the little examples of how I'm disrespectful in just a day and they seem so simple, but when I'm thinking about the way that they would add up to either make like a really strong impact in a great way or a really negative way. And I think about just small ways I could probably change my attitude or just change the way I like think about a person and then in turn like words come out differently, that that could really build up to being a really cool picture of God's love for them, especially with people in my life that I know don't have a relationship with Jesus. And they probably look at the way I speak to them a lot or like actions or ways I speak about others and kind of wonder why those things don't line up. And so it's really convicting because that's obviously not how we want it to be when we're mm-hmm. reflecting who God is. Yeah. Again, I mean, Samantha and I identified each one of these not so obvious sins we wanted to cover because they were personally things that we struggle with too. You know, feeling like disrespect is a way that if you really are allowing disrespect to take root in your heart, then ultimately that's really going to change the perspective and posture that you have going throughout your day. And it's probably not going to bear a lot of fruit. It's probably not going to show a lot of love and show a lot of light. And so I think it's one of those things you have to be really mindful of. And so I think it's hard, though, to sit down and say, gosh, like, where am I actually being really disrespectful? And maybe my words or actions. 
Yeah. Okay. Another one that could be interesting to talk about is like joking and how often we say something kind of hurtful or snarky, but say like, oh, come on, I was just joking. I feel like I do this to you. Like I need to apologize. Like we kind of can go back and forth and banter. Okay. Christian's yeah. hitting me eyes. I'm like, you do it to me too. No, we for sure do. Do you know how I started out feeling like I should apologize? And then I'm like, wait, no, you should apologize yes. to me too. No, this takes me back. If my father's listening, he'll be very proud. But my dad always says sarcasm is the lowest and most unattractive form of humor. And Andrew and I actually started off our marriage being super sarcastic. Both of us love humor and it's just a way we like love each other and I don't know, show love to each other. And very quickly, probably in our first year of marriage, we were like, we got to cut the sarcasm, not an option in our marriage. And so we're actually not sarcastic to each other anymore because there is an ounce of truth in most sarcasm. And it's just not an attractive way to be seen or to feel known or loved by someone. It's normally kind of a jab with like actually some truth to it. And so it was one of those things that I can easily be disrespectful in that And so I try to shy away from it now, which is hard, though, because it is funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm if you know me, please don't like stop being hard on me and joking with me because I like when people pick on me and like that's just in both my family and Justin's family kind of a way we'd show love. But yes, there's always that point or like there's always that person that takes it a little too far and someone ends up like maybe crying or like getting their feelings hurt. And I think, yeah, sometimes we just kind of disguise our like you said, jabs with, oh, well, I was just being funny here. I was just joking. But you're like, were you though? Yeah. But I think in another example, I think one of the easiest ways to share, I know this is kind of probably the classic like Christian answer to share, but I just think in the way even that we share information that's not ours, it's really disrespectful that when someone shares with you information, if they've explicitly said, obviously not share the information, then you're sharing it. That's disrespectful. But even if they've not asked for you to share that information, but then you go around acting like it's your own to share, I am personally like convicted and guilty of this, but I'm working really hard not to do so because it's just not something that's respectful of even the information I have or even that person sharing it. One thing I really respect about even like Samantha and her adoption story didn't even say I didn't even think about this until now but even talking about like your daughter's story and there's a lot of parts that like you and I are together a ton I know a ton about Emerson but there are parts that you're just like you know I don't talk about that because it's not mine to share and it's like ultimately her story to share and her story to share if she wants at whatever time and so I think there's even a disrespect or a respect that's held with information and I think we as Christians if that's sharing it as a prayer request or, oh my gosh, I really know this friend's struggling. Think of her or pray for her. I think that can just be really hurtful really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to like pump Christian up the other day, I found out some information about something and she had already known about it. And I knew that. And I was like, why didn't you tell me that? And she goes, wasn't my information to share. And I'm, like, I'm really trying to work on it. I mean, I know, but I'm like, what? You tell me everything. But no, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good. You're right. It would have like, that wasn't your news to share. And if I was in that position, I wouldn't want that news shared about me by you. And so I don't know. I think that is a good goal. And to kind of like think through how many times a week we're probably like sharing information that's not ours or yeah, even going to the sarcasm, like all of the things. So another one kind of is, I think like being disrespectful with our finances. And again, a lot of these things we're talking about, we've done like other episodes and gone into it. But I think we can be either like 
I don't know, like lackadaisical with the way that we choose to spend our money and not thoughtful and like prayerful about that. And so I think that when we're commanded to be really wise about how we're spending our money, if we're not doing that, I think it's disrespectful. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think you could take respect into a lot of areas. and But again, I think that's like the danger of it being a not so obvious sin of like, oh gosh, it actually takes hold and captures a lot of things in my life if I'm not aware that I am like mistreating this and I'm not respecting it. I'm not taking it to the level it should be like raised to. And so I think that's just like really convicting and hard. So we were talking about like, okay, because this is so frequent in our lives, like how do we not be disrespectful? You had Mm -hmm. like some good easy tips for us all. Well, I think, I mean, just again, as we were talking about it, you know, I am a woman of many words. I normally don't lack things to say. And if I think about it, the times that I'm probably most disrespectful or, and again, I think for me, my disrespect probably is normally in my mind. It's probably the way I'm thinking of someone or the way I'm thinking of a situation. Probably most often, like, I don't know, downgrading someone else and elevating myself is probably the way I disrespect people most often. And so for me, it's even just in the way that I need to just slow down and I need to think before I think. (laughs) I need to think before I talk. I need to think before I jump to a conclusion. And I think that's just like really hard for me. And so I think step one is just like maybe slowing down, maybe giving yourself the opportunity when you are in that frustrating conversation with the customer service person or at, you know, whatever, I don't know, the gas station waiting at a gas pump and then you're, you know, disrespecting the person in front of you or behind you. I don't know what it could be, but I'm like thinking of all the ways that I probably think really disrespectful things that I just need to maybe slow down and need to stop myself before I think or I talk. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. I am similar. Can you imagine why Christian and I would have a podcast where both the girls that don't shut up? And so it's really true. Like, <laughs> oh. yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's part of me too. Like, I've always been like, well, I'm just very like forward. I'm very like honest. I'm upfront. Like, what you see is what you get. And so sometimes I think I can say things and I can just be like, well, I'm just like, that's who I am. Like, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. And sometimes it's like, no, like a lot of our thoughts and what's in my mind like should not be spoken and I need to like learn how to restrain myself and like kind of use that self-control and filter things through and so that's something I'm personally working on and yeah I mean the more we talk about it it's like wow there's just so many areas where I can grow in that but it is interesting Christian was saying like maybe instead of being disrespectful you can just you know not speak and my mom always said if you don't have something nice to say don't say anything at all and it's so true I mean can I is so true. Like we really just need to all keep reminding ourselves of that because I think that would get us all a lot further. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about social media or any of that. And so I think when I say if if you take the motto, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Social media right there, people. That is very convicting. And I wish we all would take that posture. Can I just say this? The people that are doing the thing now where they clearly saw something on their feed or on someone else's story, but instead of like personally addressing it with that person or like, oh, I don't know, just going about your life and ignoring it, they feel the need to like go on their stories and like type out a thing. Do you know? Oh, I know. I'm like, no, obviously like specific examples are coming to me right now, but do you know what I mean? Oh, yes, I know. Why do you have to make that your personal like mission to like counteract something that you just saw on your feed and like explain why that's great? I don't know. Guys, like I... 
we got to stop. Yeah. But again, when we talk about going back to the commandment of like respecting, you know, all of these people, elders and people in like earthly and worldly, you know, leadership and respecting our mothers and fathers and respecting people who have more wisdom than you do. I think that's like pretty plain and simple of like, we are supposed to be opening up conversation and having relationships with these people, but instead we feel like, or we think it's appropriate to, you know, just like blast out our opinion. Yeah. Obviously that's not what we would want done back to us. And so if, if we are to treat others as we'd like to be treated, then I think that's just like step number one yeah. of being respectful and coming at something as like, Hey, let's have a conversation about this. Not let me throw, you know, my opinion on you and, not be open to receiving any conversation back. So yeah, that's hard. But I think we talked about, you know, just like, yeah, slowing down, being quiet, but also, I mean, if you can stop yourself and just pray for, you know, wisdom and respect and even just praying that, you know, I am really convicted. Sometimes I have a few friends who they're like, you know, I'm just praying that God's like working in their heart. They're going through something I don't know. And I just want to like, trust that like God's working in their life and he is doing something in them. And I just love that perspective that they have. And I just like pray that for myself, that I am someone who can see that like God has made every single person for a purpose and a reason. And so that alone calls for me to respect them and love them well. Yeah, that's good. I think kind of like wrapping it up one time I was, this could have very easily been yesterday, but this was like a long time ago. And I was complaining about this person in my life who was very difficult. It was me. Yeah, it was just <laughs> going on and on about this girl named Christian. No, I was complaining about this person who I don't, not a person in my life currently. But the other person across from me was like way newer in their faith. And here I am just like trying to mentor this younger girl, actually. And I'm going off about this person. And she just looked at me and she said, you know, God made so-and-so and he made them perfect and I was just like oh my gosh like that was such a like nice way to like remind me like hey this person that you're seeing all the worst sides of and just really being negative about like that's God's precious child and you're just like blasting them to shreds and so I think about that often when my mind's wondering or even in traffic if I'm like really annoyed by someone in traffic mm-hmm. I'm like okay God made that person and like <laughs> no it's true no, that's good. And that's it really good. can like shift my perspective sometimes to be like, well, dang it. Like, yep, you're right. So mm-hmm. I'm commanded to love them. We're commanded to love everyone. So yeah, again, I think this conversation is kind of silly, but I hope it was honestly yeah, convicting and encouraging to you that I would hope even for myself that I can wake up each day with more respect and more love for other people who I will encounter and who will just God will place in my day. And that ultimately through that, they see the love of Christ through how I respect them. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon.